Welcome to Talking Water with GMW, where we discuss all things water. Today we are joined by our very own Environmental Maintenance Coordinator, Danielle McMillan. Danielle discusses our most ambitious weed treatment program to date and some of the interesting innovations happening around how we approach weed management. We have episodes on a range of topics, including Winterworks, which is running alongside our weed treatment program. So be sure to tune into those after this one. I wanted to start with you, actually, and just wanted to get a bit of a background on how you came to be at GMW. I grew up on a dairy farm in the Murray Valley Irrigation District as a child and then went off to Dukey Ag College to study agriculture and then from there went into mainly research, so cropping research, chemical research. I lived in the Mallee for five years, I was at the Birchip Cropping Group over there, doing some trials and then moved back closer to home in 2015 and then from there sort of wanted to do something new and the aquatic weed space is something that's very niche. There aren't a lot of jobs that sort of operate or a lot of people that have a lot of knowledge around aquatic weeds. So yeah, it was a nice little thing that I just fell into in the end. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to ask about that, Danielle. It is a very niche area and I'm guessing a lot of people wouldn't know that that is an industry that they can get into. How did you get into that? I think at the time, Gold Murray Water was running some trials with where I was working and yet yeah, sort of just evolved from there. I had a lot of chemistry, like herbicide knowledge through trials that I'd been running and whatnot. So not a lot in the aquatic weed space. But yeah, there was a, another fellow that worked at Gold Murray Water that certainly had a lot of knowledge in the aquatic space. And then it sort of just built up from there. But it is a very niche area. It's a good good side area to work in and there's certainly other people within other irrigation organisations that work in the aquatic space, but it's relatively tricky when you don't have a huge community to rely on, that's for sure. Yeah. So we're almost one month into Winter Works, which is our annual maintenance and capital works program. So tell me a little bit about the weed treatment program that you've got running as part of that. So two years ago, we sort of recognised that we had a massive problem with submerged weed and other weeds, emergent weeds throughout the Gold Murray Water irrigation channels. Chemicals that we had, I guess tools in the toolbox is how we refer to it, weren't working. We were very reactive in the way that we were treating weeds. Yeah, just trying to fix problems as they arose rather than preventatively treating channels. So I guess we sort of canvassed a few chemical companies to see what was up and coming products that they'd have available that we could sort of tailor make to suit what we were doing. So I guess that sort of started some work in this space, which was pretty exciting given we haven't ever had that before in terms of proactively out there trying to seek new alternatives. So last year we did do a large, I think we ended up doing 240 kilometres And then off the back of that, we've been able to change sort of application types, really tailor-make programs that we set up, look at weed types specifically. And then this year, our plan is to roll it across all three irrigation districts, East, Central and West. So we kicked off two days ago and we've gone out pretty hard and fast, given we're up against the weather. Next week's supposed to be a bit wet. But we're hoping to get high-ranked priorities in each irrigation district treated. It's a bit over 320 kilometres, I think, on the wish list, I guess we are calling it. 
but yeah, just weather dependent. We're inspecting as we go as to where we find weeds and whatnot. So can you just explain the process of how you go about treating these weeds? Yep. So we work with the areas pretty early to identify channels that they're having trouble with in terms of weed load. Then we go about doing some inspections just to identify species and any other types of problems that we might come up against when we are treating. But we have a fleet of vehicles, trucks and utes, that are set up for spraying across the GMID, Gold Murray Water Vehicles. We obviously have our full-time staff that are trained with chemical and we basically work with the area. So there's different application types that we can do with this product. We can either dewater the channel fully, surface spray the soil and get the chemical directly onto the plant. We're also treating the water volume in channels, so we're not having to dewater, which works for other weed types we have found. We had really good results with that last year. The other application type that we have on our permit is we can do a flowing injection. So we can inject at a regulator, draw the water down over the target area and then pull the water up just where access is really bad. becomes another good application tool. So they're out basically manually buying these products, whether it be direct injecting into water, using the booms or surface spraying by hand. Yeah, so it's not just a one-size-fits-all approach, is it? No, so for every channel, we've basically got to do an inspection to work out whether we've got access because on a lot of our channels, we do have very poor access, which makes our life quite difficult. But every channel has to be inspected and we write an individual formulation for every channel based on application type and then other factors come into play like the width of the channel, the depth of the water left because it's treated on water volume and certain factors. We're adding some surfactants and a few other things this year to try and increase the uptake by the plant as well. So certainly a lot of effort in the setup, but once we get rolling, it probably will take three or four weeks in total without any weather interruptions. And then that could be slightly longer, but given aquatic weeds go dormant over the winter period, we try this June is really our sweet spot before the plants go too dormant towards the end of July, once we've had a lot of cold weather. So this year you're using a herbicide that has minimal effect on fish life. Can you explain a bit about that? So this product's main target is for natural waterways. So it's registered for natural waterway use. It has minimal effect on aquatic life. So where other products we do see toxicity by fish and, and other products are harmful to them. We have trended towards something that's a little bit softer. So we're seeing great results in terms of weed control. Plus, last year we recorded zero fish deaths, which is a good move by Gold Murray Water to move towards something that's a little bit more environmentally friendly. Submerged weed affect water flow and obviously promote the silting of the channels and wear and tear on our regulators because they're always trying to overcompensate by the impact on the flow. So the weed treating itself is really critical to the way that we run water and water delivery to our customers. But we do deliver a lot of environmental water now, so there's a lot of risk around treatments and a lot of channels do end up in a natural carrier. So trying to reduce products that are harmful to fish and other aquatic life is high on our radar at the moment and certainly something that we're conscious of and products that we have used in the past, um, they're still a tool that we can use. It's just something where that's a very reactive way to treat weeds and it doesn't control the weed, just burns off what is 
present there. So we're not actually getting control by using those products, just trying to take away a problem that we have in that space of time. So this is more trying to shift towards preventatively treating weeds and increasing the health of our channels. I'm sure you would have seen a lot of changes in the way herbicides are used and, and what is put in the herbicides over the years. Is that technology still building and what do you see the future of weed management? It is tricky because it all comes back to there being an investment, I guess, by the companies. So the aquatic weed space is a very small one. We have a few companies now, the aquatic space, and it's really gaining a lot of traction because there is such a big weed problem. There's a push from the irrigation companies to try and, like, reduce fish deaths and a few other things. There's a lot happening in the background, I guess. This time we're working with this chemical company. We've said these are the weeds species that we do have in our channels. These are the way that we have a winter maintenance period where we shut down, we're able to treat weeds where people don't have access to water. So they understand sort of what we're up against. It's a very proactive way, I guess, to get something that's really useful and a product that we're able to use in a constructive manner going forward. Yeah. Is there anything you'd like customers to know about what's happening in the next month or two? We've notified customers that will be directly impacted by these treatments and certainly, yeah, fielding a lot of calls if anyone needs any more information. I'm happy to provide that to people. But while it's sort of short-term pain, I guess, it's for long-term gain. So we are really putting a lot of effort into yeah, increasing the health of our channels, controlling these weeds so that down the track, that basically is a direct link to customer delivery, them being able to get their water on time and flows that they aren't needing.